Welcome to the Train With Abs podcast where I talk about everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, health, mental health, business, you name it, we talk about it. I'm going to be releasing a new episode every single Monday so make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to it depending what your viewing is on so that you can make sure to never miss an episode. You probably will know me from my Instagram, which is abs underscore eats with three S's. I have my YouTube and TikTok as well if you want to head over and follow those if you don't already. And my business, Train With Abs, which has its own Instagram account with that handle as well. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Any suggestions I'm always happy to take. Just feel free to message me them on Instagram and enjoy the podcast. Hello, thank you for joining me for this podcast. So I thought today I would talk a little bit about reverse dieting. We'll call this an intro to reverse dieting. There is so much to talk about with it and I think if I was left to talk about reverse dieting and everything that I know then I would probably be here for about eight hours. So I think let's mix it up and kind of break it up into some bite-sized segments for you guys and with time I will reveal more and more of my knowledge nuggets of reverse dieting uh, through the podcast as time goes on. So today in intro to reverse dieting I will talk about why it's needed, what the hell it is, who it's useful for and kind of like it's purpose and what you can expect when you are reverse dieting and then in future episodes go over specifics a little bit more. It's one of those things where people want to have a specific kind of rule to follow and and be told okay if you increase your calories by exactly this every single week then this will happen to your body whereas it's a lot more complicated than that it it completely depends on the person everyone's body responds differently to a reverse timelines are going to be completely different so it's uh it's one of those things where to a lot of questions about reverse dieting the answer is how long is a piece of string but I will in future be able to kind of go over lots of examples and hopefully make it very clear on what I would suggest to do in those circumstances so why am I qualified to talk about reverse dieting um obviously I'm assuming you already know that I am a personal trainer and have been for quite a while now I would assume that I've probably done over 100 reverse diets, obviously not myself, but with other people. Um, So I know what I'm doing. I've done it for quite a while and I am good at it because I know what I'm doing. Um, So part of that is setting realistic expectations and uh, and experience as well, because I think although everyone's body is different with time, if you're doing something over and over and over again, obviously you're going to get better at it. You're going to get better at understanding what you need to do. You're going to get better at understanding how different people's bodies respond. I hope that grammar wasn't right but you know what I mean um and you would just be able to make more well-informed decisions because you've got this experience behind you so you know I tend to find that people's bodies seem to fall into kind of five or six kind of categories and then even though they're completely different people if their body responds one kind of way then they'll probably fall into that category and you can kind of adjust things to fit with that but obviously kind of listening to their biofeedback each week as well um so yeah I've done many many reverse diets I think as a personal trainer you don't set out to specialize it just sometimes happens maybe you end up being particularly good at something or you've had a lot of clients go through a certain process you share that other people see it um and yeah reverse dieting has somewhat become my thing in terms of personal training although of course I have clients doing um surplus phases I have people doing dieting phases I have people um aiming to just do the marathon and I'm helping them with some bits around that even though I'm not much of a runner myself so we have a whole variety but I think reverse diets is probably the main thing that I end up doing the majority of the time partly because people come to me because they know what that I know what I'm doing in terms of reversing um, and partly because people come to me and I have to tell them that I think realistically they need to do a reverse. 
So um, what is a reverse? Let's actually start with that one. A reverse diet essentially is when you're spending a period of time aiming to increase your maintenance calories. So I know it can be a bit misleading because it's got the word diet in it um, and it's not a diet. It's just often, I think it's called that because it's essentially the diet after the diet most of the time, not always. Um, But yeah, basically all a reverse diet is in simple form is bringing up your maintenance calories to a much higher point so um, the idea is that you can then say previously you were having 1500 calories maintaining there and you know you would eat 1500 and you wouldn't gain or you wouldn't lose maybe by the end of your reverse you're having 2200 you're maintaining there you're not kind of um gaining or losing and it is essentially your new maintenance calories because your body has responded to that so why is it needed well essentially obviously to get you away from those lower calories So we have this thing called metabolic adaptations, which essentially means your metabolism or how your body is dealing with the food and the energy that you bring in. Um, It kind of adapts to the calories that you're on within reason. So your body wants to stay at homeostasis. It wants everything to be nice and stable. It doesn't want to be gaining fat. It doesn't want to be losing fat. It just wants to sit there nice and comfortably and chill. So when you are having calories for a long period of time, what will normally happen is your body will slightly adapt how it uses certain calories. Maybe for some people, it even shuts off some functions, like maybe if they're on pretty low calories in order to adjust there, to sustain themselves there, maybe their skin health isn't as good, maybe their nails aren't as strong, maybe they their hair is a bit thinner, maybe they lose their periods, etc. because their body's just switching off some of these functions so that it can conserve energy, not lose any more on those calories and just kind of stick there um and the reverse when you're having more calories often with time your body will adapt to that for several reasons um partly just it becomes more efficient at using the calories which is great sometimes people might change their body composition so if someone's building muscle or even gaining fat then maybe um in those circumstances their body adjusts to more calories obviously in a reverse diet we're not aiming to gain a load of fat but just in general that's one reason why you could maintain on high calories. So your body wants to adapt and and sit basically at maintenance. It likes being at maintenance. And that's kind of also why maintenance is normally for most people quite a big range. When you're trying to be in a deficit, you're being under a certain number, trying to be in a surplus, you've got to be over a certain number. And maintenance isn't just one specific number. It's definitely more of a range of calories. So that's kind of what your body wants to do. Obviously, you have to be within reason if uh, say you had a very petite woman who normally maintains on like 2000 calories if she ate 5000 calories every single day is her body going to adapt and her new maintenance be 5000 calories a day probably not she would what would probably happen is she would be in a very big surplus she may then become slightly less petite and then maybe her maintenance calories might move up to like the 3000 mark or even higher and it doesn't the amount of calories you have doesn't necessarily determine how big or small you're going to be. You know, I've had some very, very, very lean clients that need over 3,000 calories a day to maintain. I've had kind of clients with a higher body fat percentage that are only maintaining currently on, say, 2,000 calories. So it does depend. But my point is, you have to do it within reason. If you are eating extremely high calories, then probably it's not going to necessarily become your new maintenance. But probably what will happen is your maintenance will still increase. Same with if you were eating absolutely nothing, then you will probably still 
lose it's not going to be healthy for you um but your maintenance would probably come down within that and there are lots of reasons for that like i said in terms of maybe your body composition is changing it's either getting bigger or smaller and as a result you need more or less food you have metabolic adaptations so your body's just essentially becoming more efficient or less efficient at using calories to adjust um maybe if your training has changed as well that that can have some impact as well so um typically if people haven't done any form of resistance training before they start that alongside a reverse diet they have some newbie gains because they again aren't used to resistance training they then also have more muscle mass that tends to be a circumstance in which you can really shoot food up pretty quickly but it just depends on the person as I said so that's kind of why well what it is how it works and why it's needed I'll come back to that is because essentially when you are having very low calories for a long amount of time that is not good for your body it's not optimal you want to be having a good amount of calories for your performance for your recovery to have better sleep to support all the functions of your body so that your like things I was saying before like your menstrual cycle is still going as normal so that your hair health is good so that your skin health is good basically just so that your body is as healthy and happy as possible because if you are on low calories then probably going to be not having quite enough um and on top of that you'll probably miss out some things you know if you are having say 1500 calories versus like 2500 within that 1500 calories you're probably not going to get be able to get as much protein as you would with the 2500 or carbs or fats or vitamins or minerals so having more is probably only going to be a positive thing um and also it's going to be a hell of a lot less restrictive um there are kind of two i'll skip ahead to when to do a reverse diet and there are kind of two main points of when to do one so number one is once you have finished a dieting phase so once you have finished a cut if you listen to my previous episode I said talked about kind of personal trainers not bringing up calories at the end of a diet this is essentially what you need to do once you have finished dieting you need to bring back up your maintenance calories because otherwise what will happen is you will be stuck on the low calories they will become your new maintenance within reason and then if any time that you end up eating over that because you don't want to feel like you're dieting all the time you probably will gain fat a a little bit maybe not the odd day you know if you had an odd meal out but realistically if you kind of finished your diet and then you kind of stuck there for ages and then one day you're like you know what I just want to eat like a normal person probably you would see your body change quite quickly and end up gaining back the fat that you have lost so that's obviously a big one as well as just recovery you know all these benefits of having more food like I said before they all apply and especially when coming out of a dieting phase and also to help preserve your relationship with food not feel restricted etc etc um the other circumstance in which you need to use a reverse diet which I think is really overlooked by people that do not use them very much is for people who are or have had low calories for a very long time or are used to under eating the feedback that I've heard so many people be told by previous coaches is um oh well you it's because your body can only have a low amount of calories or it's because you're a woman or it's because your metabolism is slow or anything like this all of that can be changed if someone is currently maintaining on 1200 calories that does not have to be forever their body can change it's not broken it's not going to defy the laws of science um again there are some nuances that I'll probably talk about more in future episodes in terms of you know if you've been on low calories for a longer time that's probably going to mean that your reverse looks slightly different to someone that's literally just done like a a 12-week dieting phase but previously been on good calories um but you know you're not broken this goes for anyone I've taken on people of all shapes sizes ages 
even genders and uh, it does still work it's not that anyone is stuck on these low calories forever but if you tell someone their body's broken they'll start to believe it and it's not true so um for, it's really useful as well for people who have been on low calories for a long amount of time i would argue even more useful um because i've seen some some um you know other coaches kind of say oh well reverse diets aren't needed you know just jump straight up back up to maintenance which i think has its pros and cons and i would argue that anyway when you're going to do a reverse you should jump your calories to low end of maintenance anyway and then just move it up um but it's if you're doing that with someone that has been on really low calories for you know a couple of years or for some people even like a decade or more that's not going to work because those are their maintenance calories so you need to use the reverse to help them to get to a much better place so i think that that's really overlooked and also the slow and steady approach definitely does work better for most people at least most people that I've come across you know if you kind of suddenly told someone to increase their calories by you know a thousand calories per day I think they would laugh you know and then leave whereas if you can do it slow and steady you know it does make a lot more sense and on the mental side of things it's a lot easier because also if people have been deliberately eating very low calories for a long amount of time it's not quite as simple as just saying eat more food because there are fears around that there's uncertainty around that and often the mental side of things is often a hell of a lot more tough than the physical side and it needs to be approached in the correct way so that's kind of why it's needed when it's needed or kind of when to implement it there are other times you can probably add it in or even if you're kind of you've got your maintenance calories that are a decent amount but you just want to get them a little bit higher um but it doesn't end up putting you into a surplus you could maybe call that a mini reverse but on the whole, those are the two main ones. So when you come out of a dieting phase or when you have been under eating for a while and you're coming out of that. So that also kind of covers my thing of who it's useful for. So people typically in those situations, um, there's occasional times where I wouldn't say reverse, but I would still always say increase your calories. So uh, say someone finishes a dieting phase, it was maybe just like a mini cut. It's only been four weeks realistically they're probably not going to have much metabolic adaptation you can probably just shoot their calories right back up to where it was previously depending how much they've lost you know if they've lost a significant amount of body fat in those four weeks then you may find that you need to sit slightly lower on where you finish than where you finished um but it shouldn't be too significant in comparison to someone that's done a much longer dieting phase or been on calories a low calories for a long amount of time also if someone um is on low calories and they've been for a while and then they've been told that they have to maybe gain weight or they've decided you know what I really just want to um, I need to have more food maybe I'm having problems with binging or whatever there are some circumstances where again it just depends on the person just depends on the circumstance but where sometimes we will just shoot food right up or maybe they need to be in a big surplus whatever it happens to be um, there are some occasions where you don't necessarily need to reverse it slowly it just depends what's right for the person and the circumstance but regardless it you need to get calories up whether you reverse or whether you don't so that also i think i think i've covered all my questions within like the one the one main subheading but purpose obviously to get your calories up to get your maintenance calories up and then there's really no downside to doing it because once you've got to that higher place of maintenance you can either stay there you know maintain your current body composition maintain where you're at maybe if you finished a fat loss phase so that you've still got the majority of your fat loss you may find that you are slightly less lean than where you finished your fat loss phase but that's to be expected obviously say you've got 500 600 700 more calories in you every single day then you probably your waist measure will, will increase a bit probably your weight will increase a bit does that mean you've gained back all your body fat no but does that mean you've got more food inside of you on a daily basis yes so you probably won't feel quite as lean as when you finish the dieting phase but arguably a good thing because it's not necessarily fun to feel just like empty all the time um 
so yeah anyone really can use it and then obviously once you've got to a better place and maintain there for a while if you wanted you to you could go for another fat loss phase so even although it's not a fat loss tool it can kind of be used to help you with your fat loss because if you get to the point where you can't lose any more fat where you're at without bringing calories down too low um do a reverse you know maintain the fat loss that you've had and then go again for another fat loss phase and you'll manage to get even leaner than the first time but you've also had a bit of a break from it as well so um it can be used in that circumstance and and also even just from a performance perspective you know if someone isn't necessarily really under eating but their calories could and should maybe be quite a bit higher to maximize their performance then it's going to be an encouraging way of helping them to do so so loads of reasons to do a reverse and hopefully that makes sense as to why um i think in future episodes i will cover a bit more different approaches because there are different approaches and how to respond to different things happening when you reverse i think one thing i do want to cover though is the expected outcome and I think um, I just, I always end up repeating this just because I don't want to be misleading either. I have had many, many clients that have got leaner in a reverse diet. And I obviously will share that. It's I think it's a really encouraging thing for people who are maybe so convinced that if you increase calories, all that happens is that you gain fat. If you can provide evidence that that doesn't happen, obviously it is going to encourage people to eat more. However, it's not a fat loss tool. The aim isn't fat loss, although we'll take it if it happens. And a lot of the time it ends up being recomp rather than just fat loss so maybe they're building muscle at the same time and their body's just kind of changing which is fantastic and although I'm not saying this is a bad thing because you know we love it um it's not expected and I also have loads of clients where everything just stays pretty much the same and that's also fine that's still a success the idea of of a reverse diet is to keep everything within reason as similar as possible at the start and at the end but the difference is you're obviously having way more calories every single day but it's like your body hasn't changed so a really common thing is for people to do a reverse and be like oh my god I failed because I haven't lost fat and you have to remind them like that's not the goal the goal is to keep things as similar as possible you are probably 99% of people are going to have quite big fluctuations as well especially when you have jumps in food you may find that measurements and weight suffer a bit up and down that's completely normal you know just kind of look at the overall trend and really use those pictures to help you but it's not failure if you don't lose fat because you're not meant to. Again, if it happens, lucky you, fantastic. Um, but it's not the purpose of a reverse. All we want to do is get you on way higher calories and looking pretty much the same. And as long as you've achieved that, then that's perfect. Then you've hit the nail on the head. You've done your reverse. Awesome. Now you can move on to what you want to do next. And if you did want to have fat loss, as long as you've had enough time away from your previous fat loss phase, you could go into another one. So I hope that's been a helpful introduction into reverse dieting that you've learned a thing or two. I definitely will do some more episodes going, like I said, more deep into some other parts and strategies and how to react to certain things, expectations. But yeah, hopefully this was helpful. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'll be back with another episode next Monday. Please remember to subscribe to it and like it if you enjoyed and want to make sure that you don't miss another episode. And remember to follow me on my social media channels. I will leave the link to all of them in the description.